2: I'm <laughs> sorry.
1: Welcome to Sweden.
2: We're in Sweden, aren't we? You're
1: listening to One Life Left on Resonance FM. Uh, we are... Live. Britain's favourite video games radio show, now in mainland Europe. We are. We're, we're, we're live from... What's
2: this place called? Uh, this, Well, this is a, we're in a slaughterhouse, an old slaughterhouse at the minute, uh, and it's called Slaghaus.
3: And it's where Nordic Game 2012 is being... And we're here to report from it I'm Steve Curran I'm Simon Byron And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And for the next hour we're going to be bringing you Some guests that we've plucked fresh from stage Right now as we talk A series of um, talks are being delivered
1: They are, yeah. So to explain, we are in Malmo, Sweden. Um, We arrived, we took a plane from uh, London to Denmark. Yeah. Then snuck in via train into Sweden. There was no one expected a thing, (laughs) did they? (laughs) But
2: there were some uh, sniffer dogs, drug dogs. Yeah. Uh,
1: Didn't catch us out. Um, And we're here for Nordic Game. Nordic Game is running um, for three days. Uh, We're here for the opening evening, uh, which is an indie night. Uh, In front of us, there are indie game stations have you played any guys
2: I haven't been up yet so there's there's eight of them Uh, they've all got they're all at a different station people are going around playing them they are voting for them tonight and then tomorrow the winner will be announced uh, in the awards great Uh,
1: Nordic Game is a conference um, promoting the game development industry in the region I guess in Hmm. the Nordics in the Nordics yeah, it's just a, it's like a
3: mini-GDC in many ways. It's trying to bring people from the region closer together, getting them talking about
1: games, about
3: what they've learned from working on games together
1: and what the future of games might be. Uh, so as Anne mentioned, there's a talk at the moment. Uh, so before we speak to somebody, how's, how's your how's your trip so far been, guys? been great. What have we, what have we learned about Sweden?
2: Um, I don't know. Have we learned anything yet? A lot of flip-flops. There are quite a lot of flip-flops. Flip-flops here. On,
1: on the men. Um, Which doesn't seem appropriate for a conference, I don't think. And we've learned that that it is
3: appropriate to hold a conference in a slaughterhouse.
2: (laughs)
1: This is. Uh,
3: This is a a converted slaughterhouse, uh, the place we're broadcasting from. In fact, tomorrow, um, which will be the next show you hear on Resonance 104.4 FM, we're going to be broadcasting from a Juliet balcony. And to access the balcony, (laughs) you've got to go past some sort of metal gutters yeah and I was thinking oh my goodness this is very rustic this is this must be where the, the cows used to have their throats slit and the blood would run like a river you know through to wherever blood in a slaughterhouse goes maybe into a pie I don't know I'm a vegetarian I was, I was, I was really, to really really he quite excited. I was I was I was like this must be what non-vegetarians live and breathe every day of their lives Everybody. anyway it turns out they're urinals right oh. it, was just, it was just the toilets
1: <laughs> good uh, so yes um, we're here for uh, two days uh, we're going to be recording two shows um, should we play some music
3: music and then our first guest
1: So we're still waiting for our first guest from the uh, talk session that's going on, but we thought we'd use our time productively and grab some of the guys who've, been, uh, who've made some of the games that one show this evening. Hello. Hello.
4: Hello. Hello. Who are How's you? Uh, my name's Tommy Roos, and I'm from the US, and we're in from Team Budfighters. I'm, T- I'm Jonathan I'm from Denmark.
1: Okay, so you're from Team... Blood Fighters but, that's, that's right Team Butt Fighters Blood Fighters Right What's it that? could
4: be easily confused with Bot Fighters Okay yeah. But butts. In fact That might be <laughs> Our origin story
1: Okay Blood Simon Blood, Blood. Blood. Think oh. Slaughterhouse Right That's why we're here So uh, what's, what, what brings you To Nordic Game?
4: Uh, well we're two of the designers Of Laser Knights Laser Knights um, And we were nominated So you know We showed up
1: Okay so uh, Your game Laser Knights Can you tell us a little bit About it?
4: Sure, it's a four-player free-for-all arcade-style game. Um, it has a few experimental elements in it. Uh, it actually reacts to the sound that players make, uh, and the speed increases um, as players get more rowdy. The idea is to kind of create a positive feedback loop of uh, fun as players get more psyched and into the game.
2: So, if I come up to the game, what what are my controllers? What do I do?
4: Uh, well, each player gets an Xbox controller. Okay. Um, you have you can either turn left, right, uh, slide, or shoot. Okay. And that's pretty much it. Sweet.
3: And you can make noise.
4: You can make noise, yeah. You can, you can use that as a, a control mechanism. So well.
3: could, could Anne run shrieking at your game to mess things up for everyone?
4: Yeah, but the interesting thing about that is that not only would that ruin Laser Nights, but it would also ruin any other game that someone was playing. Um, I don't she know,
3: I has the can. voice of an angel.
2: I yeah. to say
1: shriek. I don't think I shriek. Whale. I, I wail. So, uh, when did you finish Laser Nights? Uh,
4: we're actually still in development. Okay. Um, we just recently recruited a pixel artist, um, an analog artist that's going to be working on cabinet art, because uh, we're working on an installation piece this summer, and we'll be working with uh, an experimental drone uh, band called Goodwill Smith out of Chicago. Right.
1: So, it's a very old-style game, uh has a sort of retro feel to it, um, it reminded me of... Uh, I think it was Dogfight on the Atari VCS, so it's very simple to left and right, shoot, that sort of thing, but yeah. much more frenetic. Um, what was your goal when you created it? So are you, you going to sell it? I mean, because it, it, the kit that you're showing it on is, is quite complicated, isn't it?
4: Uh, well, it's actually a custom kit hacked together out of um, some parts from Ikea. Right. Um, if
1: you,
4: if yeah. you check out our website at laserknights.com, uh, you can actually see a little teaser video okay. um, of the process of us putting that together. Uh, but yeah, actually, we have a, a version available right now, Um, on the internet. The game is uh, programmed in Flash with the Flixel library. It was originally built around the constraint of having four players on one keyboard, um, which is kind of how we started with a a minimalist aesthetic. Uh, It also helped that at the time we didn't have any artists on our team. Uh, So we were really trying to work within the limits that we had and uh, we're pretty happy with the way it turned out. Great. And it's been nominated for the
1: Independent Game Award for tomorrow?
4: Yes. Have you checked uh, out your competition? Yeah, actually I have. There's a lot of really great games here. Really like the color scheme on that Neon Zone okay. game. Uh, it reminds me of, of another game here. I'm not, not I, really sure what that is. But.
1: I I played it earlier. Found it quite difficult, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas yours, first go, I uh, came second.
4: Well, out of four, so you know, can't you get know, better it, it than second. It just depends on yeah. who you're playing with, really. Well,
1: they're, they're three very competent players. <laughs> I understand.
3: and there's a game over there where you blindfold girls. <laughs>
1: yeah, have you seen <laughs> that? Yeah.
4: Blind a weird one. And awesome game. What's it called? Blind Monk. Right. at uh, the...
1: Yeah, that well, one. I'm not sure. There. We've just seen people... Yeah, being...
4: It's really awesome. I, I haven't played it since... Uh, I, I believe they made it at the Nordic Game Jam. Okay. Um, and I played a really early build then. Uh, and it was a lot of fun.
1: Right. Seems a little dangerous to me. You have to be quite trusting of other people in the room and... They've clearly not heard about what, what, uh, what Anne likes to do at parties. Which is or, or about my dungeon. <laughs> well. Anne pushed Phil Fish over at, uh, at GDC. And yeah. if you're lucky, I'll push you over too. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Great. And um, beyond tomorrow night, what, what, what plans have you got for later night? So, so we, can, we can download a version now. You're going to take it on tour.
4: Yeah. And yeah, can- actually, um, the, the long-term plan is that we're going to create a, a custom cabinet. Um, sort of arcade style and we'd like to send it to to some uh, places museums, barcades, that kind of thing Um, and sort of send it off on its own and let it go out and have adventures
1: What a great idea Well guys, best of luck for tomorrow night Thanks a lot Thanks for coming on the show Good luck And uh, yeah, we'll see you later Sure thing Thank you So we've been joined by a couple more developers Hello Hello, who who are you? Toku Odin
5: I'm Chris Anderson
1: And what brings you here? What game have you brought to the indie game night? So, um... It's called Blind Monk. (laughs) Blind Monk.
2: We've seen people playing this. It looks dangerous. This is why we're very keen
1: to drag (laughs) you over. Thank you for coming over. So, can you explain the concept
5: of Blind Monk for us, please? First first of all, it's a a game without graphics. Okay. It's kind of what sets it apart. Um, and it's played on the... On an iPhone. Yeah. Well, on a mobile device. And, um... Um, so the narrative is that you're this blind monk and, um, of course, with a passive character. And um, um, the difference is that it's set in the space around you. So um, you have your headphones on and then you can hear uh, a 3D soundscape. So you can kind of hear an environment right. around you. And then, um, um, then you can use your phone as a sword. Okay. And... Uh, and uh, you can hear a ninja like approaching you can hear the steps and you if you're in the temple a courtyard you can hear, kind of hear a, a drum beating and uh, and some monks in the background you, when you turn around it's, so it's an interactive sounds game so
3: it really sounds so stereo in your headphones for you so yeah well so it's makes you judge.
5: exactly so what you do is by monk and you uh, um, this uh, so the ninja is kind of intelligence. A ninja tries to backstab you, so you always try to, uh, like, come from the back, and you kind of hear the steps uh, behind you, and then you have to kind of uh, hit the right moment, and, um, uh, like, because you can't attack. You're a monk. Right. So you're passive, so you have to wait until he's really close and attack you, and then you have to, like, the right moment strike and, like, in a really passive way. And, he, of course, he has throwing stars, too, ninja stars. And then right. kind of, You can hear them, sorry. And... Um, uh, and you have to duck so and and that's kind of the, the thing about the the game because it's like it happens in the physical space it uh, uh, you have to react all these uh, like the stabbing and the ducking out in the real world so yeah. uh, and you have to turn around so that's kind of creates like a normal problem with with sound only games is that um, you can't really you don't really know where you are and yeah. you can like point the point the errors like, and go around but you don't really know what you're actually doing and like putting you in the space in the 3D space in the the real world and putting you in the soundscape and mixing these two kind of creates a very natural feeling like when you turn around you hear the sounds on the right side and um, so seems uh, to work very uh, really well. It's,
1: yeah, well, we've we've been watching people play it, and uh, yeah, they look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't>,
5: <laughs> thanks, thanks. That's, you, that's the point. Yeah, <laughs> you
3: you, uh, you make people put on blindfolds. Yes. Well. Yeah, exactly. I've got a question. Wouldn't it have been easier just not to use any graphics?
5: Ooh. We are not using graphics.
2: There aren't, any so why
3: do they have black. to wear the blindfold? It's because it's immersion, isn't it? It's, adds to it, it? Yeah, I see it's it. all about
5: it. For, because you're already immersed in the situation that you're not playing a game that's behind the monitor, yeah, yeah, the yeah. screen. You're in. It's the game is in the real world where you are. So putting on the blindfold just like create like yeah. It's about Strong imagination, difference. Steve.
1: Exactly. So, one of your rivals for the Indie Game Award for Tomorrow Night uh, said that uh, they were recommending you as one to watch, said it's a lot of fun. The idea for this was born at, out of the Nordic Game Jam, is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
5: Um, we, we made a kind of prototype that was like way different, it was like very abstract, and we got in the finals. So, okay. like one of the judges loved it. Well, a lot of people, we had a lot of recommendations that night, and then right. kind of thought about how could we make it more accessible it was really hard to understand because like just sounds you could turn around and it was also called blind monk but now we've kind of made it a little more easier to swallow so
1: this is your home turf so to speak this is your award right there'll, one, the, the there'll be something up if you don't win it tomorrow do you think you're <laughs> well, born from the Nordic Game Jam
5: I, well I don't think <laughs> we shall see it's very prototype okay. right now so, so do you have plans to release it
1: in the future yeah, that's, yeah. okay so, that's sort of the thing. so when can we expect to play it ourselves um,
3: well you can
5: get a copy right now
1: wow if you have an
3: iPhone that's very kind
5: um but, of course, very, yeah, it's still a prototype. Okay. Um, you
3: need a blindfold as well. Yeah. You know, Stab my play. eyes out. That's
5: what <laughs> I did. <do. laughs>
1: <laughs> like, if I'm going to play I'm going to play it properly.
5: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: definitely.
1: Become a monk exactly. as well.
5: Exactly. <laughs> so, for, uh, sometime this summer. Okay. Hopefully. And that will be for iPhone for other devices as well? Yeah, we're using uh, uh, Un- Unity Engine, so we can trade an Android version maybe. We'll see. Great. Okay, well, good luck
1: tomorrow. Thanks for coming on the thanks. show. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, carry on the good work. Thank you. Cheers.
3: Nordic Game 2012, and uh, we've been joined by our very, very, very favourite Wild rumpus site, Hey, Dick. hello.
6: How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, s- you say you're good, but you were just moaning before <laughs> before we turned the mics on. I know, but I don't want to moan on air.
1: What's what? No, but but what what
0: was it's up with you? What's your so. what's your
6: biggest problem at the moment? I came out of doing my talk, and I went to the bar, and the bar's closed. What?
0: It's outrageous. 20
6: to 8 at an event that goes on till midnight. Right. And they've, for some reason, decided well, to close the bar they for know half what, an hour. They know what you're like. I just need a drink. I just did a talk. It's quite nerve wracking. Was it? Well, you know, it's not really, but. How'd it go? It went okay. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Because you were a bit worried about it to start
1: off when we, when we had a chat earlier.
6: Yeah, I was worried about It's the first. I, I do quite a lot of talks, but it's the first time I'd ever done a video game talk on my own. And normally I do them with, with Ricky Haggart, who I make games with.
2: Did you keep looking over your shoulder, expecting someone to step in?
6: No, no, well, I not really. No, but uh, sorry. <laughs> but at the start of the um, at the start of the talk, I at the start of the talk, I, I did say this thing, this fact, and I sort of said because normally when we do a talk, we kind of have a shtick, which is that I disagree a lot with him, and I and I kind of let him do all the work, and then I just disagree. Disagree at various right. points. And he continues, sometimes I he continues to do talks with you. Yeah, because it goes down oh, quite well. well.
2: Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. But he's
6: like, you know, Ricky, yeah, you know, he's got lots of serious stuff to tell people about making video games and stuff, and I. And I'm quite happy just to sort of mock it, mock that.
3: So how did your mockery go today? Well, it
6: didn't because I had to do it all myself, didn't I? So I had to try and say <laughs> serious stuff about games. What serious things were you saying? I, well, I was talking about whimsy and whimsicalness. That doesn't sound very serious. Well, it was almost, it was a bit of a serious talk about Lau. When Lau came on stage afterwards to sort of introduce the next person, he actually said to me, oh, that was quite a serious talk about a, stu- about a silly subject. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing, I don't know. But, um... Yeah, it was okay. You got a few laughs, you know. Good. Hard being the, Always hard being the first. Always yeah. hard. How many people were in there? Oh, loads. Really? Yeah, it's it's big.
1: a big room, isn't
6: it? It is. It wasn't full. I'd say it was at least... I'd say it was maybe two-thirds full. Wow. Like that. So,
1: Can yeah.
3: you give us a summary of the talk? Like, the main points, the talk digested.
6: Okay. So, it starts off with a, a, a conversation about what whimsy is. And to illustrate that, I talk about Port Merion, which is... You've probably been there in North Wales, which... Um, uh, Clough Williams-Ellis built as a, built a little town, mm. like a little kind of phony, romantic Palladian Italian sort of scenic town in North Wales, and he built it in quite a strange way, and it's quite a whimsical place. So I start off by talking about that place, and then just about whimsy, in, and then a few other examples, and about how whimsical things are kind of things that have, an inter- have their own logic they have an internal, you know, they're not surreal they're things that have a kind of inter- they kind of make sense to themselves or to the people who made them uh, and then I have a little bit of a rant where I talk about bad my example of bad when whimsy, when whimsy is a bad thing my example for that is the films of Wes Anderson right <laughs> and, but then I talk about David Lynch as a sort of to cheer us, cheer us all up again and think about a, nigh- a, a whimsical thing that's good and then I talk about video games and about how more video games should be whimsical. Okay. Because am I going on a bit? Is it? Please do. Okay. So whimsy is uh, so because video games need need are things that need a kind of internal logic. You know, often mm-hmm. you've got all these things going on that all these things going on that wouldn't um, wouldn't make sense in real life, and too often people opt for a kind of out of the box sort of solution to that, where they choose a context like it being. In a land of wizards and magic, or in, in, in the future in space, which is fine, and I, you know, those things are great, but why not make your game in a more whimsical way where it's not, you're not picking a kind of, well, you're not picking a familiar trope, you know, you're just making your own, you're making a game that make, kind of makes its own sense to itself.
0: Right, right. And there are
6: plenty of games that do do that, and I, I give some examples, and, um, but not, not enough. Oh, God knows. <laughs> my head, You've just given them no yeah but the actual game I'm trying to think of some actual games okay. that I actually mentioned ooh uh, so some of, I'm thinking with my slides um, No More Heroes is up there uh, Pole Riders is up there you know the Bennett Foddy game that we had at, yeah. we had at Wild Rumpus um, Monkey see, Monkey Mime that we also had at yeah, Wild Rumpus
1: which I won <laughs> you. by breakdancing. <laughs> do you um, do you cite any of your own work no i don 't mention my own work at all in interesting talk. we should explain a... are you happy to talk about your own work We, oh, should, yeah, explain, totally, we yeah. should put you in some sort of context yeah, 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 do yeah. that simon uh, so you made Frobisher says
6: yep i last year we made Frobisher says which was which a... is
1: which is a ridiculously brilliant video game isn 't it oh uh, thank you' uh, it's, uh, it's i mean i in fact, I begged somebody for a, um, a code when I got my Vita, because I, ha- I, yeah, I didn't get the pre-order The pre-order, pre-order
6: thing was, a, was a, bit of a, a, bit of a bit out of left field for us, but it kind of worked all right, you know. Um, I mean, as far as, like,
1: um, I thought that there were two games at launch um, that, sought, that sought to demonstrate the, v- the Vita's hardware. I mean, they were essentially,
6: you know. Yeah, the, Fru- the, Fru- the, she says and FIFA.
1: Well, no. Well, no, Fobisher <laughs> says, and Escape Plan, like both, yeah, yeah, both, both yeah. were sort yeah. of using it. I mean, Escape Plan didn't use the motion controls, or whatever, or the camera, but it seemed to it seemed to go. It felt like a so kind of game It
6: felt like a kind of game you couldn't do on anything. Else. And actually, yeah.
1: um, Escape Plan uh, needed patching because it was it got really quite awkward. Whereas Frobisher says, just desperate for more content
6: there because it was, there is more content yes, coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean. there is. Yeah, so we're kind of making it at the moment, um, and um, I don't know when it's going to be available or anything. But, yeah, there what, is.
1: Uh, What's the reaction to Frobisher's has been like?
6: It's been good, actually. Yeah, other than the Edge, edge review, it's been really good. What, what, did, what, did, what did they give it? <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think they gave it a far, they, five they or maybe fun. a six. Um, There's a
2: load of Edge magazines outside. If you exactly. want to rip a few up,
6: <laughs> <hell>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it Yeah. It no, it had really, really good reviews. My favourite... Some guy at the official PlayStation magazine. Well, first of all, their, their proper review gave it a, gave it the highest Vita score. I think it was a nine. Nine! Wow. And and they gave a lot. You know, I know they're the official PlayStation magazine, but they actually gave a lot of things quite bad, quite bad reviews. So I was quite pleased with that. They like fun. Right. And then, another, then a guy there, I can't remember his name, but a guy there wrote another article, uh, basically saying that the Vita is just. Uh, how much does a Vita cost? Two hundred something quid. A two hundred and something quid. Um, Frobisher machine, right, <laughs> Wow! And and it was just yeah, it was so nice. And and then yeah, the, generally the response has been uh, yeah, yeah. The, the only negativity has been lots of people going, why aren't there trophies? Why aren't they? Because it's weirdly not got trophies. Right, yeah. A lot of people get very angry and about so a game not having trophies. Why,
1: why aren't there but, trophies? Uh, but that would be a difficult thing to implement because trophies are quite intrusive, aren't they? And as soon as Frobisher goes like, right, uh, take photos, of something blue. Bing!
6: you, you took a, a picture trophy. of something
1: blue uh, yeah I don't think well
6: I think we are implementing trophies but well, they're, they're going to <laughs> be, no, be quite whimsical trophies right. that are quite stupid things that you have to do I guess but I'm generally against trophies and what are they called on Xbox Achieve- achievements, achievements. Yeah. I'm generally against them I don't understand them I don't, I don't understand why you need some kind of universal currency of success across different games It's to make you play games that you wouldn't ordinarily play.
1: I I know people that have rented them just because the the achievements uh, are easy.
6: Yeah. I think a lot of people, because Robich is free, a lot of people thought, oh, yeah, there's a load of trophies in the bag that will cost me no money. Um, And then, yeah, yeah. there you go. Great. And on that positive note... Yes. uh, When's the next Wild Rumpus? Oh, you know what? I should know this. Soon. Yeah, it, it's a kind of early summer. But Are, I don't know. are you at Same. Digital
1: Shortage uh, on Wednesday?
6: I think we are. You're doing
1: joust there, I think you?
6: we're taking joust there. Anne and I do. doing it's now called. There. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't actually remember what the name of that game is. Yeah, bad. Let's not
2: give it any publicity. Yeah, yeah.
6: Great, well, we'll see you there. Okay, brilliant. Nice talking see to you. you. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, yeah, no, no, you're welcome. Let's Cheers. See you, soon. See you. Bye. game
3: and we've been joined by another two guests. Do you want to introduce yourselves guys? Hi, I'm Martin.
1: Hey, I'm Petra. And, what, and so how comes you're on our show? You should explain,
0: what have you just been doing? Uh, well, we had a game in this, in this thing last year uh, where we did a presentation and we broke all the rules and made our presentation about something else completely <laughs> and uh, they invited us back.
1: Wow, so it worked then. Did you, did you break some more rules?
7: Uh, I, don't th- I think this time we did more of a standardish presentation. Which wasn't what they were expecting. The double bluff. Yes.
1: So um, we've been here. Uh, so unfortunately we didn't get a chance to see your
0: talk. Could you
1: pricey it for us?
0: Um, so we, were, we did a talk about making your game juicy. It's a terrible word for me to say because I'm from Sweden. But like, <laughs> like if you squeeze an orange, it's what comes out of it. Okay. <laughs> so, so making the game feel nice to play. So we demonstrated it by taking this terrible breakout clone and just dress it up above and beyond everything reasonable. Wow. Um, so, that, so that breakout clone, was that a game that you deliberately
1: made to look not juicy or was it someone else's game?
0: It's a game we made specifically for this. Okay. It so it was the anyone...
3: least juicy game you could have made and then you juiced it up?
0: Pretty much, yeah.
3: So how do you juice a game?
0: Well, yeah. Do you want to do this, Petri?
7: There's a bunch of things that you can add. There's you you make things wobble a bit when you hit something you add particle effects you add sound effects you make the screen shake you you just make things feel nice and lively and squishy and and nice to interact with that's basically what you do
0: yeah you basically want to make sure that everything moves somehow and everything reacts to your like you want maximum output from minimum input okay right because we're an interactive medium so you want to play up the fact that we're
3: interacting with exactly. your, your thing right okay cool what's, so your, what, what's your day job
0: I guess this is what we do. So, so sorry, I, I'm not familiar with the games that you've made before. We've, uh, we've, uh, the one we presented here last year was Jesus versus Dinosaurs, which uh, it's been on um, your favourite thing, the Wild Rumpus, oh, right, oh, previously. Yes. And it's a two-player versus game where God is fighting Darwin by building cars from Tetris pieces.
1: This was at the, fir- this was at the first Wild Rumpus we saw, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. Yes, that's right.
0: That's the game we made, and you've made Crayon Physics before, Petri, haven't you? You can never get rid of that game. No. <laughs> no,
4: I've made some, some games before,
0: and I think Crayon Physics Deluxe is the most famous yeah, of yeah. them. And you're, you're wearing a Polytron t-shirt. I am. Because you've heard, obviously, Phil Fish is here, or will be here. I am also wearing a Polytron t-shirt. Oh,
1: are you? Oh, I didn't realize. Like, yes. Oh. Yeah, no, you are. absolutely. We're Team
0: Fest. Ah, oh, good work. Fan club.
3: Is this the Phil Fish fan club? Uh oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh well. <So> we <laughs>
4: have, have you been saying bad things about we, Phil? We
3: haven't. We had an incident with Phil Fish oh, at GDC. It? Oh. And, and did. Uh, well, he he uh, was meant. To, we we know Phil, and he was meant to be coming on the radio show. Yeah. He stood us up not once, not twice, but three times. Memorably, the final time with me seeing him an hour before, saying, "Phil, you will be there." And then during the show, he called one of the other guests to say, "Yeah, I'm I'm not there." <laughs> So, um, so to sort of even things up, Anne took...
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you don't mess with us three times and you get away with it. Um, so I pushed him over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did fair. push
3: him over. Worse than that, we did take him to karaoke as well <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. in Nottingham. Actually, that happened before, that before GD before, Maybe yeah. that's why he didn't turn up to time's us. Time is out of sync. yeah. Oh, dear. So um, what are you looking forward to at the show this year? Anything in particular?
7: I was looking forward to the game that was being played after we were stolen to come here and speak.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> we're terribly offended. Oh, no. As with mode conferences, I think I'm probably looking forward to the bits in between the most. I uh, see. like Not the talks, but like all the other stuff. Since everyone is here, yeah. you can sort of touch people, which is nice.
1: Okay, but don't touch them too much.
0: No, exactly.
1: We've learned the hard way great thanks guys thanks for popping on Uh, have a good show won't you and uh, we'll hope to catch up with you later awesome thanks thanks guys
3: welcome back to One Life Left broadcasting live on Resonance 104.4 FM from Nordic Game 2012 I'm Steve Curran Uh, I'm Simon Byron
2: and I'm Anne
1: Gantelpleat and we've also got
8: Tim Gabbles
1: hello Tim thank you for joining us Uh, you were were, were dragged over here by our little helper Uh, you've just been
8: doing a talk have you um, not really, but I've just been on stage entertaining okay. people for, for a few minutes. Nice. Yes. Were you supposed to be doing a talk? Um, I don't know. It's um, Actually, it's, um, it was mostly the other people that did most of the uh, talking, and it was more of a yelling than talking, actually.
2: <laughs> what were you yelling about?
8: Yes, it's, um, it's because I made this game a uh, few... It's almost a year ago or something like that. Um, but it's a game where you can play 300 people or more, actually. I don't know Whoa. how many people we were... And it's kind of um, this silly, stupid game where it's not really about winning or hardcore players or anything. It's basically just about yelling as loud as you can what?
2: <laughs> ha- And how does that work?
8: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so um just imagine like a like a small, silly racing game. You have four characters on the on the big uh, screen, the projected uh, screen. And we divide the whole crowd into four different categories. Okay. Uh, we gave them a color each, red, green, blue, yellow, or something like that. Yeah. And then we have the different racing lanes lighting up. And when, the, when they light up, then that color should simply just yell as loud as they can. And then the, the louder they are, um, the, uh, the faster you move in the race.
9: So That's brilliant.
3: Can you play this with just four players? Uh, yes, of course. Of course, and of course. It, but it scales up to full cinemas full of people. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah then you, you can just be idea.
8: way more loud, yeah.
1: Okay. Right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of the game. Is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you got the URL?
8: Uh, no sadly quickly how, how many a's maybe eight I could probably get that one <laughs> okay
1: so so can anybody play this game is it available to download or
8: uh, yes there's some old version somewhere but I guess it should make a make a public version should do. Yes.
2: people like yelling at each other yes. if, if you give them a racing uh, motivation then of course they'll yell at each other louder
8: yeah, people like acting silly and stupid and having yeah. fun
2: so what are you working on at the moment?
8: Um, at the moment. Oh, that's, that's a difficult question. Um, I'm making games, right. but uh, I came back from Egypt this morning uh, where I participated in the first Egyptian games conference ever.
1: Wow. God. Wow. How was that? Yeah, how does that compare to the other conferences you've been to? Um,
8: small. Um, right. Also very, very hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was. Um, I think I was probably the only one who didn't speak Arabic, so it was kind of exotic, VIP and everything. is quite fun what did you learn uh, two two numbers in Arabic I think uh, <laughs> the, whole conf- the whole conference was basically in Arabic right uh, yes
1: wow
3: we should get invited to that, <laughs> that <would be> Egypt's <laughs> favorite video games radio show
1: let's definitely
3: yeah. try to go to Egypt next year
1: great well thanks very much for coming on good luck with the rest of the show and keep yelling yeah thank you thank you Bye.
2: List.
3: You have one life left One Life Left live from Nordic Game and joined by John Jordan
10: Hello, oh that's very loud <laughs> Hello John Jordan Do you want uh, to turn me down? No, oh, I yeah, you're your turned
3: down If you're a regular listener to One Life Left, particularly our outside broadcast specials Last time you'll have heard John was at GDC
2: He follows us round It's
3: yeah. the last time we saw him as well, welcome
1: John
10: well, uh, nice, nice, to see you. It's a, a, a surprise um, kind of
1: meeting, I guess. Oh, come on! If we were, you're implying that we weren't top of your Nordic game agenda. <laughs> One life left. Are going to be there? I'm there. Yeah, Of
3: course, like, I
10: stalk at a, a long distance.
1: A, so, yeah, apart
3: from in, us. Ineff- ineffectually stalking you. Aside from the One Life Left team, what brings you to
1: Nordic Game? Um, Can I just point out the way that Steve asked that question? <laughs> As he was asking that, he reached over for a last gla- a large glass of white wine and he was like, So, John Jordan, it's, it's like what brings you here? It's
10: like a party moment. <laughs> it's Sorry, what does bring you here? Um, I've just—I I've never been before. I kind of thought. thought you not? Yeah, no, no. I almost went. I almost went before, but I never did. So I kind of—it's good kind of here. We to...
1: we are big fans.
10: Yeah, no. I, it's, I it's very nice. Very yeah. hot. Don't know about the
3: conference, but um, wow. have you looked yeah. at the conference schedule at all?
10: I, I, noti- I noticed a familiar, a, f- a familiar, f- familiar name giving a talk.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I wonder who that could be.
11: Phil
3: Fish.
10: Yes, I have looked through. Um, yeah, there's some interesting stuff there, isn't it? It's not, it's not the the usual suspect. I, mean, I, I, I think
3: that's the, which is the point, w- isn't it? Yeah, why why we've always been a little bit, you know, affectionate towards Nordic game <laughs> <laughs> is that you find a lot of these. Uh, conferences around the world that are, you know, uh, GDC is obviously the big one, and then mm. a lot of the smaller ones t- tend to take the GDC talks yeah, and just, they just yeah. iterate. Um, whereas Nordic is definitely its own thing, and the things that you you see here are different and high risk. High ri- mm.
10: What is that? Your talk's going to be high-risk, is what you're suggesting? No. Earlier,
2: he described it as high-concept, which <laughs> does translate as high-risk. Since
3: <laughs> I've seen the size of the venue, it's become high-risk. It
10: started high-concept, it was high-risk now, by it's going to be high what tomorrow? High
3: um, well... It will be ill-advised tomorrow, <laughs> is what it will be. <laughs> it is largely about Britney Spears.
10: Oh, well, you know a lot about that, at least. So, we'll yes.
3: <laughs> More than I do about Ooh. that game. So,
1: yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited
10: about it. Yeah, it should
3: be
1: good. So, you're, are, you, are you covering it, or are you just over just to see what's going uh, on?
10: There will be some, some coverage. I mean, not obviously on my mobile beat. There's a few mobile, mobile chaps. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say anything headline-breaking, as far as I know, well, at the moment. But you never know. You can bump into people.
1: They're, um, are they showing a little big planet on Vita? Um, I haven't read that. No, we're well we we the setting one. up. Yeah, so it looks like that's oh. here. So tomorrow we should see that for the first time. Okay, well there we go. in Sweden, apparently. Okay. Is it? Yeah, really? No. Yeah, that's that, that's what it says on the on the. This is a preview of the show for tomorrow. Okay. Well. Yeah, the board claims it was developed in Sweden, when we know it originated in Brighton. <laughs> Did it not? No. <laughs> Guildford. Guildford. Guildford, sorry, yeah. somewhere. Somewhere in New England. Yeah. Oh,
10: OK, well, there we go, we've got our, we've got our first scoop.
1: Well, there we go, yeah, get it up tonight. Good job. <laughs> this is
2: going out live.
3: <laughs> if you could have one scoop here, what would it be? Er... Uh, because we can, we can try and make it happen. I don't know. I'm not very really good at scoops. I get
10: told scoops, and, and they're not often very impressive. But the, the person who told told you them is very impressed that they are scooping you to be impressed by them. But just shout not.
2: exclusive over <laughs> it, and then and that'll make it
10: impressive. Uh, that is
3: how well, we operate. Yes.
10: Well, I think you might find there wasn't there some research that is it IGN realised yes. that they the more you shout exclusive, the less readers you get. <laughs> but <laughs> we don't have any readers. <laughs> <Exactly>. Well, <Yeah. laughs> listeners, I guess the same thing. But. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, and who else is out from your from your stable? I just bumped into Mr. Chris, Chris James, Chris James at the all bar? That's all we yeah. need. Mr.
10: Chris James causing mischief. Yeah, what's yeah. he up to out here? I dread to think. Right. I dread to think. Uh, no, just just us, us two. I mean, as we were saying, it's quite close to E three, so you don't really want to take too many people out.
1: So would be good. Uh, there's, there's the awards tomorrow. Have you had a chance to play any of the games in here that are up for the I've award? I've got to
10: go. With the, uh, these ones? Yeah. yeah I've had. A, uh, I've got through three of them.
1: So i was a bit t-
10: nervous when, when I say, How do I, What am I doing?" And they just go, "I'll oh, just play." And I literally, I'm there on the first screen, just. <laughs> Where's the manual? Point, pointing the things, and it just—I was playing one of them. I can't remember what it. It was quite nicely done. I've lost my bit of paper, but um, I played about seven
1: levels. I had no idea what I was doing. Right. I mean, literally no. Just so you haven't voted for that one.
10: No, I quite liked it. Okay, <laughs> I liked it. I,
1: but uh. Right, yeah, and what were the yeah. other two? The other two? Uh, so if you were on this side, you played the... No, I was
10: on the other side. Okay. Oh, you were playing a good one. You, you had your... You had a, oh, you you had, I
1: played Blind Monk. We had, okay, yeah, so so you
10: had a, oh, you've done that already? Well, no, we
1: had on. the guys that i um, making it on, oh, and right. I thought I should go and try it out. And uh, Someone should have videoed you. You were, you were quite, and, and quite, and quite, uh, quite active. Oh, you were the most active
10: i think. Simon, <laughs> <laughs> you
5: looked
1: happier blindfolded than <laughs> I've seen you yeah. since yeah. the last so time you were blindfolded. Exactly. Uh, so the awards tomorrow night, um, there are a couple of receptions as well. Is there one up the Twisting Torso? Have you heard, oh, of, no, I've, have I've, you heard about the Twisting Torso? I've tor- seen it, yeah. have yeah, seen I've, it? It's uh, a strange name for a building, isn't it? I wouldn't call it the Twisting to- Torso. Oh, Turning, sorry, Twisting Torso. That's something else entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, should be good. We're looking forward to it. So um, there we go. Well, should I report back or something tomorrow? Words, sorry, yeah, I was yes. in Steve of the Steedring to there. Yeah. Yes, uh, we're going to be back tomorrow about two o'clock, aren't we? So come and see us. okay, soon, okay. Uh, lovely we stuff. Be. Okay, okay. okay. thanks, John Jordan. See, see you bye. later. Bye. Uh, we've got what I think. Known as a walk up. Walk-up. A walk-up. Hello. Hello, who are you?
9: I am Anna Lehtisari. I am from Thurla Productions, a game studio from Northern Finland.
1: Right, and really? what, what encouraged you to walk up?
9: <laughs> well, you seem like an interesting bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> do
1: we take that as a compliment? Is that a compliment in Finland?
9: Of course it okay. is. <laughs> what else
1: would it be? Right. So what do you so what do you do in Finland?
9: Uh, in Finland we go to Sauna. And we make excellent, excellent video games. Like what? Uh, like our upcoming game, Zombie Cruise. Zombie Cruise? Yeah. Right, I haven't heard about this. Yeah. Tell us about it. Uh, it is set on a luxury cruise with a singles cruise. Right. That gets hit by a zombie infection. <laughs> but it's not the zombie shooter game. <laughs> you have to use your wits to survive on board. For example, you need to avoid the zombies, so you need to hit on the hot babes on board. You start making out with them, so the zombies will think <laughs> you are already a zombie enjoying a first victim. Right. <laughs> I see. This
1: sounds amazing.
3: <laughs> yeah,
9: <laughs> it is amazing, and there are a lot of other options too. Can we turn uh, this into a real life game? Real it life cruise. Like yeah. What format is yeah. this on? It's going to be on iOS.
3: iOS, okay.
9: Probably on PC later on. Okay. We'll see. What's, it, what's is it available on? now, or are you? It's not available yet. Uh, I think we are going to launch it later in the summer. Perhaps um, starting in fall, and we have just launched our Kickstarter project. Oh, ah,
1: cool! How's that, how's that going?
9: It's going pretty well. We started today. That's <laughs> That's it. right. It's a bit early to say anything.
1: How uh, much is in there?
9: I think it's uh, three, four hundred dollars already. Wow. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good.
1: How much are you looking for?
9: For twenty thousand.
1: Wow. So we do have uh, <laughs> a way to go.
9: Yeah, way but, to go. But with an idea like that,
1: Yeah. There was a book recently, wasn't there? Um, A friend of ours wrote it. Is that um, Zombie Titanic?
9: Zombie Titanic? Oh, that's have you so heard so this? Right? Was
1: that by Joel? I think Joel Snape wrote it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. that's right. I haven't read it, but
9: yeah. So, so great. zombies
1: the... on a boat seems
3: like
9: yeah. a yeah. they are they are like sister spirits apparently, oh, nice. you know. <laughs> <So> <laughs> they do the same thing.
3: I have a I have a Northern Finland question. Okay, is that is ahead. that really Northern Finland? or is, oh. it, is it Lapland, Northern <laughs> no, Finland? No, it's
9: not Lapland. We are about yeah. two hundred kilometers down from the north north Pole. Because
3: um, <laughs> I last time I was at Nordic Game, I got drunk with some uh, some Finnish chaps who That's invited so invited me it was Finland's national day i think at the okay. time it got it got a bit and they beat Norway at ice hockey or Sweden at ice hockey the yes. same day
9: it was glorious day <laughs> yeah
3: so and then they invited me yeah? to the Lapland Games conference they Ooh. said i should go and talk there i made some inquiries it turned out the uh, with these men it turned out the attendees of these this Lapland Games conference yeah? it was four people <laughs> <laughs> and it was just them in a sauna.
9: <laughs> Sounds and, very Finnish. And I regret, going, right? yeah. I regret
3: not going. I regret not going.
9: I should have gone. You Don't- know, it's just think about it being naked in a hot steam room with game developers. What more I could would you possibly want? Uh, <laughs> anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on.
1: So, so uh, what are you looking forward to at Nordic Game over the next few days?
9: Uh, we are meeting a lot of people here we are meeting publishers and uh, investors and of course we are hoping for some nice deals to like give us a push to the bigger leagues
1: great it's
3: quite hard to find someone to invest in ios projects yeah it? because yeah, it the, is. the The market is so saturated right now yes yes mm. i
9: think it, it was easier five years ago now it's uh it's over, overcrowded
3: but zombies are big business yeah it is
9: and everybody knows zombies and we have a new new angle to it this is not a not a first-person shooter or anything there is uh it's humor. romantic isn't it yeah there's romance there is uh, you know winging wing into eye you know laser suit larry style there is stealth there is uh, amazing people on board you can interact with and have a crazy quest with them, with them so yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward
1: to Good, well, keep much. us posted on how you get on, won't yeah. you? Good luck with it all.
9: Yeah, thank okay, you. thanks for coming on the show. Thanks much. Yeah. Sure.
1: Thanks. We're delighted to be joined by uh, the latest speaker from the Nordic Game Conference. This is uh, Anders Jepsen. Yeah, that's correct. Hello, welcome and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Have you just done a talk?
11: Yeah, I spoke for 10 minutes about uh, the new BlackBerry 10 platform that is coming and and the raising awareness about BlackBerry being actually a great platform for for consumers. And we have actually 80% of our users are consumers and not business users. Right. So there's a big misconception about the the brand, I think, and and the opportunities to develop for BlackBerry.
1: So you you guys are... uh, you're very proactive at the moment I'd Like we, we, we seem to come across you a lot you're at GDC yeah. you're at um, You're at a Tiger Mobile you sponsored a Tiger Mobile event I was at a yeah. few yeah. months ago yeah. as well and now you're here um, Get no. gaming's a big push for you guys
11: yeah for sure and Mobile Games Forum in, in London and, and all the big conferences basically uh, just to talk about the opportunity to go cross-platform if you're doing iOS or, or Android today how you should build your company because I basically I run a gaming studio actually here in Malmo for 13 years before joining Blackberry right uh, so uh, the studio still exists here and uh, they're doing a lot of we did a lot of console stuff mobile stuff etc but the whole thing was you need to know how to go cross platform and, and today in my new, new job I, I run into a lot of aspiring really creative developers and they sort of they focus on iOS today but they have no cross-platform strategy at all so they don't know how to take their IP and monetize to more consumers so I'm trying to give back for from all the things that I wanted when I was a small studio and, and actually the stuff we're building now at rim is really colored from that the apis the SDKs the tools but also how we work with developers in general and we have more people than I obviously like Alexander's on the dev- dev relations team etc
1: and how, how much support are you getting from the other publishers and developers at the moment?
11: I, I don't know if you went to Orlando a few weeks back where we announced the Blackbird 10 ecosystem and platform I uh, guess
3: our invites must have gone missing yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so
11: shoot me an email next time yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, they're actually uh, big big publishers like uh, Gameloft they announced that uh, 11 of their biggest titles are, are coming between now and, uh, and the end of the year basically all the Nova 3 and all the big titles the same Sega is coming with their with their great titles we're working with Unity and Marmalade and and Shiva, basically everybody. So everybody's committing now to to the BlackBerry 10 platform, which is exciting.
1: So uh, you were mentioning earlier that uh, there's a prototype new phone that's going to hook into the way that the playbook operates...
11: Yeah, so, so the playbook we, we launched last year, and that was basically the launchpad for this new transition that RIM has been doing for the last year and a half, going from a Java-based platform. We acquired QNX, which is a like, Unix-based microkernel system, uh, about a year and a half, two years ago. We acquired Torch Mobile for for, for the browser technology and Cellmania for for the App Store technology, and then the Astonishing Tribe here in Malmo for the mobile user experience. That's where I came in. I started on TAT the day that RIM called and nice. acquired that company, actually. Okay. So I was supposed to do something else for, for TAT, but uh, then they saw my background in gaming, so they thought that would be a good area for me to focus on.
1: So what are we going to see this new phone?
11: Yeah, so the phone is coming out later this year, and we started handing out developer alpha devices during the BlackBerry world in Orlando about two weeks ago. Okay, And that's thousands of devices are going out well ahead of launch, so all the developers have time to really tweak and, and, and use the UI frameworks that we're building now, it's called Cascades by, by TAT here in Malmo, so they can do really sexy app- applications that are really user-friendly and, and nice to interact. Do so you have a dream application you'd like to see on BlackBerry that will change the game <laughs> for RIM. Uh, the one thing, if you could just click your fingers and it appear tomorrow, what would it be? Oh, that that, that, is, that is so difficult, but I, I think... I have so little time. I'm a hardcore gamer, and I love music creation applications, and I, I really like to do stuff, but I mean, I'm getting older, family and everything. and. I just want to have a premium gaming experience. When I pick up my device, I don't want to plow through thousands and hundreds of thousands of of crap apps and and so-called games or whatever. I want to see what what I would be interested in. I wouldn't be recommended by my friends and see what my friends are recommending, not just the top 10 and top 20 like. Mm -hmm. That's why we acquired a company like Scoreloop that does a lot of these uh, gamification kind of things down in Germany about a year ago.
1: So the Playbook was launched very much as a sort of tablet for the professionals
11: I think that was how it was positioned at first. But if you look at it, it's actually a really great consumer device, and the size is actually the seven-inch size. It's very, very convenient, and that's what all the game developers tell me now. They really love the form factor of of, uh, of the device, okay. Now and well, then also the performance.
1: What, what I was interesting though was that, um, if it was sort of businessmen that bought it at
11: first. Yeah.
1: Did they have a different taste in, in games? What, what what were they what were they buying that was sort of different to or? You know, you know. It, it,
11: it's it's interesting. So uh, I don't know what the perception is really, but we have the hardcore games like Modern Combat and, and those kind of shooter games, and they do extremely well on the playbook. But then we have the Angry Birds games and Plant vs. Zombies yeah. and, and all of those casual retro games, and they do extremely well as well. So it's, it's really hard to see who is the demographic. I think there's a big thirst for quality content. So, so what can we expect
1: on uh, BlackBerry through to the end of the year then? What, can, you, can, you, can you name any sort of high-profile games that are coming, or any new launches, or...?
11: <laughs> uh, well, I hinted at a few of them, but I mean, Sega has committed now to, br- to bring to bring Sonic 4, for example, and, and uh, Unity, they're bringing a lot of great titles right now as well. Uh, Game Loft, they're bringing Oregon Trailer, Nova 3, and, and lots and lots. And actually... In, in Europe, we had the Amiga, the, the old home computer. I don't yeah. know if you're geeks enough to remember that, but I am. And actually, I'm, I'm working with Amiga now to bring over, over 50 mean, of their amazing. top the, of their top games exclusively for Blackberry. So, I think I remember. So, I actually have Turk and two running on my playbook do you? here.
1: I, I used to edit a magazine called The One, which was all about um, Commodore games. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be, I'll be very keen to see that.
11: Yes, I will show it to you. I'm okay. sorry the listeners can't see it, though. And we're actually building a lot of interesting things, like a gamepad, so you can use your phone as a gamepad. You connect your playbook or your BlackBerry phone to your TV, and then you can use a BlackBerry phone as a, the controller, and then it's basically a, a home console, right. Playing all of those great games on your TV. And we'll be seeing that for the end, of the, the end of the year. It's in R and D right now, but we're looking how to productize that. But we will be do it, doing doing that cross platform like everybody else. So if the developer wants to do bring it over to other platforms, they can do that as well. We right. be, We believe in a, like an open ecosystem. And hopefully the premium experience is going to be on BlackBerry. Great. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, thank uh, you so much. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you over, over the next couple of days, I'm sure. And, yeah.
11: uh, and do stay in touch. Yeah, looking look forward to seeing you in the future. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. thank you. Welcome
3: back to More Life Left, live at Nordic Game 2012. Goodness me, I'm exhausted. So many guests today, so Simon. So many guests. We've had high-profile guests. We've had walk-ups. <laughs> we've had a, we've had the lot, or at least I thought we'd had the we've lot. Save the best till last. Oh. It's
7: Nathan from Cafe. Hey, Nathan. Hello, hello. I'm I'm very happy to be back. I, it's it's been it's it's been too long. It's been, it's been like six weeks. GDC. Well, yeah. that was like a whole eight weeks ago, or something weeks. like that. Was it? Oh no, we had the best realize. time then. Did you have we, a good time at GDC? I did. I had a wonderful time. And Were you
2: really sick afterwards?
7: No, I wasn't. Surprisingly. It's, it's the first time that I've, I think that I've gone to a conference and not actually uh, wished death upon myself as like a, you know, a nice, comfortable out.
3: Martin Hollis, patient zero. Yeah. Anyone who came I, into contact with him, down.
7: He's, he's catching a lot of flack for that. I, Is he? he, he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yep.
3: Good. Yep. Um, did you do anything you regret at GDC?
7: No, um, I regret nothing. I did some stuff I shouldn't have done, but I don't regret <laughs> doing it.
3: Did you push Phil Fish over? Maybe. Whoa, we Whoa. started a trend. Yeah. Apparently we did. Yeah.
7: I no, actually I kinda nudged he was sitting and I kinda nudged <laughs> him over. That was before GDC. Right. <laughs>
3: so Nathan, what brings you to
7: Nordic game? Um I'm talking twice. Which is I've never <laughs> done that before. It's like it's it's a twofer, I guess. Um I just I actually just like literally walked off stage and came back to talk to you guys Good. after giving a talk that I wrote on the plane on the way here. What was that talk about? Um, it was about uh, so some people decided or some big brother star decided to do a version of yes. a different game i 'm um, not which I refuse to, to yes. discuss, but my talk was not about that. My talk was about um, some of the reaction which was like. You know, ideas don't matter. They're a dime a dozen. Execution is all that matters. And and I was trying to succinctly call bullshit on that because I think it's a stupid argument that makes no sense, especially in video games.
3: And you said you're talking twice.
7: Yes, and then I talk again tomorrow uh, about promoting games on a very small budget.
3: Right, which is an increasingly important thing. We were talking earlier on the show... Uh, to our new friend, who's making a zombie cruise game. Zombie cruise. Uh, like it's a cruise ship. It's yes, infection on a zombie that's cruise like, ship.
7: That's like double danger now. But cru- cruise ships aren't safe. Exactly. exactly. No, yeah. especially
3: since R. Kelly's got into the oh. thing. Yeah. Not that R. Kelly's dangerous. The oh, only is danger. <laughs> the only danger you'd have is having too nice a time. Yeah. Yeah. For but
7: real. you know, her big or problem a is. <laughs>
2: We didn't say it. We didn't say
7: it. We can't get in trouble for you that. Can't, you can't talk about R. Kelly and not make a pee joke. Come on now. <laughs> uh, we we mostly is, talked about this the is hotel lobby. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: so which uh, so yeah, we were talking to her about how uh, it's it's really difficult to put all loads of money into developing an iOS game and then expect to
7: recoup that in such a saturated market at the moment. Absolutely. So that's
3: you're going to teach everyone how to yeah.
7: The thing is, is that like I'm coming at it more from the like. Here's the things that you should just be doing. What no matter what game you're doing, like go out and drink beers with people. Don't be a dick. Right. Like that. that <laughs> well, no, it's it's. These are lessons that people like. Don't be a hard. Don't be a salesman. Nobody wants to work with salespeople, and nobody gets excited by bullet points and all those things that like. Like, in the very beginning of Cappy, we were like bullet points and hard sells and pitch, 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 and. Um, that's an easy mistake to make because everybody always tells you, like, you know, this is how you run a business.
1: We, we had um, Anders on from BlackBerry uh, just a second ago, and um, I was at a mobile conference that I mentioned to him uh, a, 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 probably about a month ago, and um, it, was, it was how to make and sell mobile games uh, or mobile tablet games. And uh, various people stood up and said, well, you know, you need to make them super casual, da da, 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 da and they have to be accessible. It all has to be played by mums, by dads, by sons, by daughters, you know, but make them as broad as, as possible. And somebody put their hand up and said, but what about Sword and Sorcery? And, uh, like you see, you were used as the example there, and what they said was, what you did very well, was you, tar- you picked a niche, and you, and you targeted that 100%. So yep. rather than spreading yourself too thin, which is what a lot of games do, you went, this is us, these are the people that are going to play this game, and, and we're going to go and get them.
7: Absolutely, and it's—I mean, it—it's really easy to target yourself, right? Like that's—that's that's not a pain in the ass. It's not a tough dev. Uh, uh, yeah, it, I think it's one of those things where like you can you can try to do something you're not that good at because you think it might hit, or you can do something that you're good at and maybe have a chance of making something cool. And I don't know. It sounds sort of stupid to say, but people want to play things they think are cool. Mm-hmm. Nobody really wants to play the same game that their dad yeah. is playing. Like I I love my dad. He's a he's a great <laughs> dude, you know what I mean? But if he's playing something, I chances are I'm like, that's just not for me. I'm sorry.
1: And it's it's uh Silken Sorcery's just been released in China,
7: is that right? We're doing a we're doing a Japanese version a Japanese with eight four. Okay. Which I'm super super stoked with because yeah. those guys are the best dudes ever. Um and we're doing a Big ass remix album with Bayon and Yamaoka. Amazing. And, and did I read
3: this a uh, time with Sound Shapes as well? Yeah.
7: Well, that's uh, so. Sound Shapes is is um, first of all best. Um, it's I'm, I'm biased because we're kind of helping a little bit on it, but so yeah. Jim Guthrie and and Super Brothers are doing one of the albums. I'm air Great. quoting. You can't see that on the radio. I'm um, um, Air quoting album. Can you
1: just remind us when Sound Shapes is coming out again? Nobody knows. Ah.
7: It's not the it's, it's not like it's not like way way out there or nothing. But it's uh, being able to work with John and Shahan and the Queasy guys and stuff. Those guys are like well John John Max, one of my favorite people in the world, and Shahan is the best drunk in the world. So it's like this perfect combination of game developer madness, and that game is really like they put a they put a lot of time into it, and uh, and it's I've never seen people work so hard to make something good and it's, what are you guys working on next sorry what, what's your studio um, well Super Time Force is is the, the one that's going to come out next maybe I don't know I, I, th- <laughs> I think and then we got a couple other crazy big games that we're working on that I have no idea when we'll ever be talking about them but yeah we're doing uh, the doing sorcery for japan's the next big thing yeah. like some some of the crew are going down there to do some promotion stuff and it's it's really exciting we've never had a game come out in japan Man. so it's kind of like this really it's like i don't know it, if it makes well i hope it makes all of eight four's money back Toot. but if it makes us 10 bucks we'll just be like yes Fuck. awesome 10 bucks <laughs> um it's to, just to close can you give us an
3: adjective that describes one of your secret projects an adjective just just or a color that would be fine. Um, We're just seeking exclusives here because we understand that's the way to not get readers but get listeners.
7: Uh, s- a dark, uh, violet, almost black. Thank you very oh. much.
3: Oh, that's an exclusive. Oh. One life left,
7: left. Exclusive. And fluorescent orange. I'm the
8: best <laughs> orange. <laughs> slam down, <laughs> slam
7: down the mic and leave.
1: Thank you ever so much for coming back on, Nathan. Always Anytime, a pleasure to see I, you.
7: You guys are the best. <laughs> I like you guys a lot. <laughs>
1: so that's about it then I guess uh, we're coming to the end of our hour um, it's been pretty good is not it we've
2: had yeah. a lot of good guests on haven't oh, yeah, we have
1: we've had loads so of guests so many guests uh, the room in here the indie room has cleared out a bit. I wonder which of these games is going to be the winner yeah. well we'll find out in under 24 hours we, did you say that we're presenting one of the awards
3: I, I don't think we are Okay, but well, let's, 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 let's do, let's do, anyway, do that and then, so yeah. so let's sure present so. our own
1: award tomorrow great okay well um, thank you very much for listening next week uh, will be another show from the Nordic Game Conference we're not sure what that show will be it could be one of the live ones that we're going to record tomorrow or it may even be Steve Curran's talk whoa you know I was thinking about that talk There
3: there are slides that are important um well, maybe Anne and I can sign this. So that's what I was going to say. Okay. You could do the uh, the, the audio, audio description, description. Audio so good <laughs> idea. and you could you could describe me too. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah.
1: sweats a little. Yeah, we you know, looking nervous. Exactly. Lost the crowd. Unfortunately, we're we're also on air at seven pm as opposed <laughs> to after nine. So, <laughs> <laughs> great. Okay. Well, this. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we've really enjoyed it, uh, we'll catch you next week. We will do. But for now, we've been one life left. Bye.
10: Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>